episode 15, <clears throat> Uncle Pinball's podcast. We're going to talk EMs. There's a thread that kind of died out recently on, yeah, well, you know, Pinside. And talking top five EMs. And it's always the same when people are going EMs or ratings, whether it's EMs or not, whatever. When they're talking about top five anything, everybody always has to chime in with the games that they own or have owned, right? Because, well, duh, you've been playing them a bunch. You've got an investment in it. You play. You know it better than anything else. You've tried to own it. You maybe do own it, like in not like ownership, but like gameplay sense and so everybody's obviously biased to those kind of games and so that's how you know you know you've only played it a couple times at a show or in a bar or on location or whatever so you're not going to understand the game or have fun it's probably beat to shit and and all that and so the wedge heads what happens is Everybody reads online, oh, buy those wedgeheads, those Gottlieb wedgeheads. And so you go and get one, it's your first one, and you start playing it, and you're like, oh, this is fun, blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, it goes from there, right? But you ask any of the Gottlieb wedgehead dudes, like, what is their, what, what they love about the wedgeheads, right? And if you had to put them on a timer and said, first thing, first thing you love the best, boom. The first thing they're going to say is how beautiful they are, the artwork, right? And they don't go, oh, it's so fun, i got to push that button again, 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 right? It's the artwork. And so they buy that thing based on the artwork, based on everybody who's had one for a while. Oh, it's so much fun because I've had one for a while, right? When I bought it first for the artwork because it's so pretty, right? And so then you get one and you play it and it's really fun and then you get another and you get another. But... Oh my God, the Gottliebs, especially the, the three-inch wedge heads, like, dude, let's like milk a layout over and over and over. We got El Dorado, is Lucky Strike, is Canada's Dry, is Target Alpha, is Solar City. Like, really? Really? I mean, Atlanta, Sheriff, Lawman, all same, same. Cardwiz is however many other games Cardwiz is. I actually kind of like Cardwiz, that's kind of fun if we go back to the two inch Gottliebs there's a lot more to be had back there for me like World Fair trying to get that little rotating thing like the Ferris wheel to spin and get you to go to the right and all those passive bumpers all that nudging bobbing and weaving and stuff that kind of stuff I'm into I like I, I like me a good two inch flipper wedge head but the three inch flipper wedge heads like Oh my God, they're all the same. And the chimes are way too friendly. I'm sorry, give me those clangy Williams chimes in the 70s or give me a nice bell from a two-inch reverse wedge head Williams from the 60s because, oh, those the, 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 the Gottlieb chimes are just too friendly and nice and you don't feel like you're owning the place, right? But... All of us boys and girls who understand the reverse wedge heads, the two-inch 60s Williams, mostly designed by the god of all pinball gods, Steve Kordak, right? And you got, like, Teacher's Pet, you got Heat Wave, you got Oh Boy, you got Big Daddy, right? All of those 
beautiful, beautiful game. Steve Kordak invented the drop target and knew exactly how to use it. You don't reset automatically at the end of the ball, baby. You got to earn that reset, right? Like on Teacher's Pet, you get those rollovers you got to hit or a don't reset for you. Or you got to get A and B, the both lit for you on the heat wave. Anyway... That's the whole thing. Steve Kordak knew how to keep you pushing that button. The three-inch games, right? You got triple action. You got Grand Prix. Oh, my God. Big deal. Everybody, like, half the games, if it was a Williams game up there, it was probably designed by Steve Kordak. And so there is where I am on top five EMs. There's a few ballets. You notice it all comes down to basically Gottlieb versus Williams. And the ballets are kind of left out of the picture. But everybody forgets the very last ballet game designed by Ted Zale, Expressway. Oh, that's in my top five. Big time. You can either go big time points and try to spell Expressway and then jack up um, credits and hear that knocker knock for you a few times, right? Plus, Bally had those in the two-inch flipper days, like Mad World and games like that. They had some weird layouts, baby. Captive balls and asymmetrical layouts and all that kind of stuff. So, you gotta check out some of those weird old Bally's that way, too. But me, for the most part, I'm a Steve Kordak man to the bone. Almost all of my EMs are Steve Kordak designed games. So, you know, that's how it is. You got to find what you got to like and what keeps you pushing that button again and again and again. Old Chicago. Somebody mentioned that those lower end pop bumpers. Oh my lordy. I had an old Chicago. That thing drove me crazy trying to keep it running. It's a really complicated one underneath. Grand Prix too. Oh delay. That sucker's brutal to keep running. But old Chicago even more for some reason. There's just too much going on under there. But that's a really fun game. Give me some fantastic with that bump up pop bumper down there that captive pop bumper down there at the very bottom where you can shimmy shimmy it out of the uh, drain anyway steve cordick had some genius ideas Gottlieb just keep recycling the same old stuff and purdy ended up every time that's pretty much my take on the Gottlieb williams war laters